You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. again for the opportunity to share fellowship. Pray in the name of Jesus that there's release. Release of your word, there's clarity of understanding, clarity of expression, clarity of purpose, clarity of thought. People shall hear all that they need to hear, understand all they need to understand, and all that I need to say shall be said. Thank you. That in this, there shall be, as the word comes, it comes together with the spirit of obedience. We shall follow through and be victors of the word. Continue tonight with the believer's authority over demons, part 10. The believer's authority over demons, part 10. Think that in this teaching has become very clear our authority over demons. And we also now know how they operate. We have actually come to the point where we know that they play games with our emotions, but thank God that by the Spirit, we have the spiritual emotions that is produced by the Holy Ghost to counter every other emotions. Praise God. So we have not been left helpless at all because we know that they are intelligent beings and so they use their intelligence right, to whip up our emotions and then we can display their works and do their beatings. Alright, and that is how you see how unbelievers are uncontrollably used by the enemy. Because they don't have a clue. They think that it is them <laughs> doing whatever they are doing. And they are doing it by their power. But they don't know that behind it, they are being controlled. Are you hearing me? Yes. And uh, now we know that they work through people. Right? So... Um, they don't have a house that they stay in. No. <laughs> they have people agenda. And that's what you must understand. They have people agenda. Why? Because they know that we are God's eye. We are God's reason for creation. Are you getting the point? Yes. And so they always come against and oppose God's work in us from Genesis we saw the spirit moving and anytime you talk about moving you're talking about motion is that clear is that very clear yes motion when we say you are motionless 
what it means is that you've seized. You have seized. You have been seized. You, you can't move. So emotions, you, by now you know E. <laughs> it is something that is not that visible. Is that very clear? Something that now everything that is um, an internet thing is called emo. Is that very clear? Yes. Yeah. So something that flows through the wind. Is that is that an, is that clear? Yes. Yeah. Something like that. So our is in the soul. So the soul and the spirit, you know, work together hand in hand. Okay. So from our conscience, our place of fellowship with God, we flow. We have the mind, we have the will, we have the emotions. So it is the seat of decision making. It is the seat of decision making. So whatever you see, the came from that place. Whatever you see, the body do came from that place. So you say, I feel like eating banku. <laughs> you see? I feel like eating nani. <laughs> you see, I saw your post there. Okay. So, you see, there's something in you that turns and makes the body feel for it. It's called emotion. So, emotions is actually what brings the feeling. <laughs> it's the emotions that bring the feeling. So, you see, will tell you what is in your mind. Will tell us as well what is in your mind. So, that is what exposes what your mind is full of. So, you see, sometimes you think that your mind is full of the word of God, but your emotions will make you know that your mind is filled with so much. <laughs> How many of you have had that experience before where you know that, Charlie, this is what you really want to do. You know that, Charlie, this is my mind. Is, I've made up my mind. And then you get to the place. And you act contrary to. How many of you have? And then you are shocked at yourself. Yeah. Your emotions just made you know that your mind, subconsciously, you have been filled with something all this while. All this while, but you didn't know. <laughs> Is that very clear? Yes. All right. So, thank God that Thank God that as we read Genesis 5, 19 to 23, we saw the differences. So we live in two different worlds. We live in two different worlds. Are you here with me? Based on who we subject ourselves to. So you see, the world 
are easily controlled by the enemy because they have subjected themselves to him. And they are easily manipulated by the enemy. A natural human being has the tendency of behaving in that way. And that actually is their nature. So it is, that's why I said the works of the flesh are evident. <laughs> evident. For us who have received the Holy Ghost, he said, the Holy Ghost produces these emotions through us. Praise God. Oh, praise God. So he calls it what? Fruit. Why? Because we have the tree. We have the tree in us. So, you see, people test our emotions. They eat of the fruit. And they see God at work in us and through us. Praise God. So you see, when they see chaos and confusion, but they see the emotion of joy and peace flooding your heart, and your body is showing same. How? Something that should make them commit suicide. You rather are strengthened to see a better future. It's like an adventure for you. You want to see what God will do next. You, you, you are rather fired up and you want to see. You want to see how God will intervene in this one that you are watching. So, you see, as the enemy whispers, kill yourself, kill yourself, you are looking at what God is going to do. So, the emotion you express is very different, is opposite what they express. So you see that person when he talks about drunkenness and he talks about wild parties. All of these things are to fill emotional gaps. Yes. <laughs> I told you about the aprons in Genesis. It's a cover-up. Yeah, it's a cover-up. Okay, and then, so what it is, it leads you more to destruction rather. Are you hearing me? It leads you more to what? Destruction. What will be pivotal? So you can see how the enemy uses your own emotions to destroy you. Okay, and that's exactly what he did from the beginning. And we saw the picture. Is that very clear? 
right from the beginning. Okay. So all that he does is to suggest to you, to oppress you. You can do without this. You can do without this. This is going to, and he continues to persistently, and we're going to look at it, persistently, persistently. And like I said, he uses the things you love. We saw something, did we? Yeah, the things you love. He fell in love. Okay, and in that he compromised. All right, so you see how he plays the long game. Okay, he plays the long game. So he would now use the things you love. And you know that the fruit of the Spirit is love, right? So it is the expressions that we see. Is that very clear? Yes. All right. So we are not to fall in love. We walk in love. <laughs> Say, I, I walk in love. Say it like you mean it. Say, I walk in love. Priscilla, say, I walk in love. I said, say it. You are looking at my face. Good. So, you walk, walk, walk. You see, walk. <laughs> say, walk. walk. Don't follow. <laughs> Ladies, don't follow. If you're falling, by the, that's what I'm saying, the fruit of the Spirit. Yes, get up and walk. Yes. Get up and walk before it's too late, please. Walk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't be like that one. He that is what? Down fears no fall. No, 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 no. I beg you. <laughs> no. Yeah. There's a term that we use. Um, dead goat. No fear knife. No. No, no, no. Fear knife. You, you are not a dead goat. All right? Yes. So there's no believer that must say, as for this, I can't control it. No. No. No, 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 no. No. You can. The, the truth is that, the truth is that you have decided not to. Write this one down. Maybe, why are you, the, the way you looked, you did something. Yes, it's true. You have decided not to. I, I want this one. No. You should not. Say, I should not. You can. Say, I can. Why? Because you have already been given the emotion to take care of it. Watch this. Watch this. It is the reason why the spiritual exercises are important. 
it always, number one, brings you to the consciousness of who you are. And then in that consciousness, your soul, your mind is filled with who you are. And then you can express that emotion. Is that very clear? Because your will will now begin to choose the emotion of the spirit. Uh-huh. So, you see, you don't joke with the spiritual exercises. You, re you realize that, watch, any time you don't pray enough, your emotions are terrible. True or false? Yeah. Anytime you don't pray enough, your emotions are terrible. You see, why would Jesus say, Father, <laughs> if it is your will, take this cup away from me. And then he'll pray one hour. And you can see that still his emotions were scattered. He could not take it. He could still not express the emotion of the spirit. And he had to pray to be strengthened. So the strengthening to express the spiritual emotion came through prayer. So he told his disciples, pray that you do not fall into what? Temptation. So in the place of prayer, your whole emotions are now subjected to produce the emotions of the spirit. Yeah. So for those of us who wake up and you get so swamped in the activity of the day and you are so busy because you have to go somewhere to, for an interview, Oh, my God. And you have not actually prayed. You have not subjected your will, your emotions. Are you here with me? You are not in a good place. Seriously. You are not in a good place. So, what it is is that you easily give yourself a way to be manipulated by the enemy. Yeah. All right. Is that very clear? Are you sure you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And please, note this. What we are teaching is so important because we take decisions moment by what? moment and listen <clears throat> one momentary decision will lead you to an effect for another word decision hey am i speaking so we all know that if i make a decision right now in this moment there's an effect which will lead me to make another word. Decision. And so, like I said, 
The enemy plays the long game. He plays the long game. So he knows how to start it. Because don't forget, they are intelligent beings. They have collected data. They understand human behavior. Is that very clear? <clears throat> so, they know that, okay, obviously, this is going to lead to what? To that. Is that very clear? Okay. We saw how David was steady in his emotions when the whole Israel was scattered in their emotions. He stood in his place. And you could hear clearly from all his utterances that they are utterances of the Spirit. I come to you in the name of the Lord. Who are you to defy the army of the Lord? You see, so he was, every time he spoke, you will see where he was speaking what from. We have already spoken about what causes anger and flattery. <laughs> and what causes this? Words. True or false? Words. <laughs> Words. Words. So for 40 days, 40 nights, we saw the enemy speaking. And it affected their mind, and therefore their emotions was affected, and they were showing fear. The whole of Israel. As a matter of fact, when the young boy said he was going to fight, the king said, no, no, stop, stop, stop what you're doing. And the king began to magnify the, 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 the enemy. So where was he speaking from? So you see how some of you magnify problems. And the enemy is happy. Yeah, very, very happy because he's succeeding. He, see, he hears it. You begin to say it and glorify him. Yeah. So they use words to stir up your emotions and gives it the desire to react in the popular or natural way. And like I said, for most of us, we have been taught that we are helpless as Christians and we are not to show emotions. So, as a matter of fact, most believers are confused in that state. Because for them, as a believer, you can't serve God with your emotions. God is spirit, and therefore we serve him in spirit. So, everything you do it in spirit. But we don't know that our emotions are spiritual. Is that very clear? The believer's emotions are spiritual. We serve God with our what? Emotions. Showing kindness. Long-suffering, gentleness, faithfulness, 
self-control, joy, peace. All of these are emotions. They are the fruit of the Spirit. And we serve God. Now, how do we serve God? We serve one another. We serve people. So, you see, when the enemy tries to push you to the way of the flesh, God has given you a contrary emotion. Praise God. Say, I have contrary emotions. They are spiritually produced. Praise God. Did we see Jesus show some of them? Matthew 9.36. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with what? Compassion. Is he showing the fruit of the Spirit? Is he serving humanity? Is he actually serving the purpose for which he came? But what did he show? Is it spiritual? Yes. Praise God. Is that very clear? John eleven thirty three 33 to 36. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping, you remember the story of Lazarus' death. And the Jews who came with her, weeping, he groaned, watch, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Can you see that? He groaned in the spirit and was what? I'm going to ask you very pertinent questions. So how did, listen, how did Jesus show us and how did he himself know that this is not the will of God? You see, by his emotion, he felt what? He was troubled. Normally, how do you know that something is not of God? You lose your peace. Because your natural disposition and the emotion of the spirit is peaceful. So when you see something, are you getting the point? And then your speak, your emotion begins to speak, and you feel restless, it is because it is not of God's will. So the indicator is your emotion. The promptings, what you call the promptings of the spirit. When you come on, when you somebody receives Christ and they pray. And say, I receive. They confess Jesus. And they receive Christ. You ask them, how do you feel? What is the indicator? They mostly tell you they feel light. They feel peaceful. Oh, is that not it? Did you feel the same way? What was that? Your emotions. So, you see, so Jesus felt the same. And he said, where have you laid him? Can you see that now? So, he wants to bring correction to the issue. 
So number one, he was weepy. Number two, he groaned in, his, in the spirit and was troubled. And then he would ask. He moves now by the spirit to solve the problem. 35, Jesus went. Watch. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. Can you see that? See how what? So, you see, so listen to me. What it means is that the believer must critically study their emotions. And gain mastery. Is that very clear? By your spiritual emotions, you know what is happening around you. Watch Hebrews 5, 7. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplication with what? Vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and was ahead because of his godly, watch, his godly word. What is that? Godly reverence. Okay. The word there is pathos. P-A-T-H-O-S. Passion. As a matter of fact, it's used as a suffering emotion. Yes. Look at Hebrews 12, 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, what did he do? What did he do? So wait, so watch. Can you see that he set his emotions? How did he set his emotion? To what? To endure. So you see, the strengthening in prayer Produced what? <laughs> what everybody will call shame, he despised it. And that's how he pleased God. And was able to fulfill the assignment. Listen to me very carefully, all of us. Until you understand your spiritual emotion and you decide to subdue the emotion of the flesh, you can't do anything for God. 
you can't do anything for God. <laughs> if he's talking about endurance, you think he's on the cross. They were insulting him. And they were calling him names. The people he was dying for. It is in that strengthening, that emotional intelligence and stability that he prayed, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. If his emotions were scattered, he was a Father, this process, we abort it. <laughs> No. <laughs> Have you got it to that point before? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. I said it, but this one, forget it. <laughs> I said I will give the money. I will give again. <laughs> Your emotions are scattered. You see, so it, you can't. <laughs> Even come on fasty. <laughs> come on fasty. There's no place for endurance. <laughs> come on fasting. I mean, <laughs> oh, <laughs> then you call pastor my stomach. <laughs> And you start giving excuses. Do I have to fast three days? Uh, why, Pastor? <laughs> so it can be two days, but it can be one day. But, but, but why? Why three days? <laughs> your, so your, your emotions. Am I making it very practical? Okay, no, look, at, look at how these guys behave. I call them guys. You know the guys? Who are the guys? No, demons, demons. <laughs> they are guys, they are bad guys. Look at how they behave. Look at Matthew 4. Look at Matthew 4. Verse 1 to 4. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit, watch this, into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. Please, if you read the Bible this way. He was just led there to go and be tempted. No. He's saying there he was tempted. Is that very clear? So he was led into the wilderness where he was tempted. Don't, don't forget, he's writing the story after it had what? So please, be careful. Now, for 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted. Watch, watch carefully. And he became very what? Hunger. Is it an emotion? <laughs> So when the enemy would tempt him, what did he use? 
Brad, are you here with me? So at that time, what his emotions was displaying, the enemy said, huh? So he needed to produce from the spirit. And emotions, that is what? Contrary. Is that very clear? So you see how they manipulate. And you see, watch, watch, watch. You see how justifiable it will look. But by the story we know is the devil who was tempting. And please, he was not standing there with two horns. So please, don't think that the story means that when he was led, when he went there, 40 days, 40 nights, then the devil came. I'm the devil. Yes, because he knows that they understand. They know how the devil does it. Your thoughts. So just like he does with you, your thoughts. So like they say, he took him to a very high mountain. Thoughts, imagination, thoughts. Let's go. The, the same way he takes you and then begins to play with your emotions. So now he brings the food because the guy is hungry. And the guy must eat. You know. Yes. So if it was, Charlie, this one, Mamoye, God just sent me an angel. Let me just turn these stones to bread. But, but Jesus was focused. So, 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 you can sometimes even see a blessing. Hmm. So, what would Jesus say? He says, but Jesus told him, no, the scriptures say. So, like I said on Sunday, you allow the scriptures to direct your emotions. Because the same scriptures is the witness of the spirit. And it is that spirit that produces that emotions in you. Is that very clear? So he says, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from what? The mouth of God. Is that very clear? Can you see balanced emotion? Can you see that? Say, oh, can you see the emotional balance? Now, watch this. People. People, watch this. People do not live by bread alone. And it's very important. He didn't say people should not live by bread. So, he, he's putting what must be in its rightful place there. You are not the one to instruct me to produce bread. I don't listen to you. 
Neither do I listen to my natural emotions. Hey, are you here with me? Yeah. I do things from the spiritual emotion. Which is directed by the word of God. Is that very clear? Do you know that this is the same temptation that Eve met in the garden? Can you see right now? Can you see? It's about food again, right? Is he eating again? <laughs> so how Jesus answered, you must know he's talking. I don't believe you. You are not the one that I take instructions from. I don't believe in you. So it's about belief. But the enemy affects it through the lust of the flesh. Your desire. Is that very clear? Your desire. That's what he uses. That's what he uses. That's what he uses. So Jesus is bringing us back. It is the written word. It is God's instructions. It, from there, you see, he took him to a high mountain. He said, come down. Another one. So all of these, there are three. They're called the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, and the pride of life. There are three. How your flesh feels, what feeds your natural eye, and then what actually makes you feel important. <laughs> Is that very clear? Yes. These, all the things we saw in Galatians 5.19 to 21, these three are there. The last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, the pride of life. And these are the emotions that unbelievers display. These are the things that they feel, they desire, this is how they see things. And this is what constitutes their pride. They hold dear to. You see how he took him to the mountains, showed him riches, the wealth, and everything. And he said, I'll give. That's what makes them feel what? Important. Yeah. It gives them control. Yeah. So their emotions are centered in these things. Okay. Paul wrote something to the Hebrews. Hey, sorry. We, most of us theologians believe that if you look at the Hebrew writing, it looks like Paul. So you see that most times I fumble by the time I realize I say Paul. But it's one of the things that we have still not been able to settle on who wrote the Hebrews. Yes. 
Hebrews 5.14. He wrote something. Look at what he wrote to them. It's, it's just, he just hit it on the nail. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is, those who by reason of the use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Do you see maturity here? So what constitutes a matured believer is the one who can exercise their emotions well to discern Good and what? <laughs> I'm reading from the Amplified Classic. But solid food is for full-grown men. For those whose, watch, whose senses and mental faculties are trained by practice. Hello. Are trained by what? Practice. So you see, most of the things we do in church, they are to train your senses, to train your emotions. And that's why you can get upset with your pastor like that. Because most of the things he's actually doing and making you do are the things that are against your natural emotions. Write it down. Yeah. I said, most of the things that we do in church are to train your senses, your emotions. And that's why sometimes you easily get upset with your pastor. If your pastor truly is that pastor, who is training you in that direction. Why? Because most of the things he would make you do are against your natural emotions. Because it is how the enemy will have his way with you. So until he helps you train to cut them off so that you can have the supply of the spiritual emotion for which the Holy Spirit has birthed in you that you can easily produce the enemy will always have his way. Is that very clear? All right. So it looks like he's not a nice person. It looks like he's not a good man. It looks like he's, he's worrying you. Why? Because your natural disposition is being chipped off. So that you can function in your place as that child of God with the purest emotions. Is that very clear? Is it very clear? Yeah. Yeah. So, you see, he says, 
their mental faculties, their senses, and mental are trained by practice to discriminate and distinguish between what is what? Morally good and noble. And what is what? Evil and contrary either to what? Divine or human law. Can you see that? Can you see that it tells us in Galatians that after the fruit of the Spirit, there's no law. All right. So, so it is so important to have this. The word senses there is the word isterion. A I S T H E T E R I O N. Esterion. Esterion. A I S T H E T E. R I O N. It means sense or faculty or an organ of perception, internal sense. So it's quite clear that we have to be trained in our emotions. It is something that we must actually be aware of. Know that God has given us the emotions by which we function. Praise God. So when we sense, when we sense his emotions, we know. When we sense that of the enemy, we know. So what it means is that we are the ones to respond either to the emotions Powered by the devil or powered by the spirit. Is that very clear? But you can only do that with the word. Say with the word. Is that very clear? So like you are getting the knowledge right now. It makes you aware that. You see, sometimes you do it right. Sometimes you don't do it right. And most times it's because you don't even know. <laughs> Are you getting the point? Yes. But see, the moment you receive accurate, precise knowledge, then you know exactly what you are doing. You understand why you are doing. You know when to do what. Are you getting the point? Okay. I mean, they were explaining about this issue of this young boy. I mean, it's a very sad story of this young boy who passed. And he, I hear he loved Jesus. He, he's a, a young player, Ghanaian. How many of you, is Raphael Jamina or something? I mean, young player who loves Jesus, a staunch Christian, and had a heart condition. All right? So he felt that he would be healed. So he would go and play. He would be diagnosed. They would tell him that, oh, the condition of his heart is not the best. And then he would go to another team and, and play. And he kept doing that. Until he fell on the pitch and died. You know. And about the memoir they wrote. It's like all his life. He thinks that football is his thing. 
So number one. So you see, so those are the wrong knowledge. Football is his thing. So for most of us who think that, okay, this is what God called me to do on this earth. I am a designer. If I don't do any other thing. <coughs> so the moment you have an accident with your legs, then it means you don't have purpose in this world again. We have to be careful with some of these things. So that we know that we have one purpose. All of us know that now. Do you know that? In this church, you know that? So that if he knew that, he would easily have stopped the football and pursued so many other things available to him. Is that very clear? Number two, if you understand that, watch. Everybody that was even resurrected, they died again. True of us. Oh, true of us. So when we talk about supernatural healing, the body composition, I've taught you, doesn't change. So you don't gain a body of a natural baby. So where all your things change. Ah, if that was the case, Oh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The moment I see that, my liver. Huh? I said, yeah, everything becomes. <laughs> and then you change it. But what supernatural does, supernatural healing does is, he gives you the opportunity to refurbish this house. It's not a new house. Re what? I taught you that. It's rehabilitative. So what it means is that you will die one of these days. Is that very clear? So you see how ignorance and not knowing the word, you can be very sincere, but be wrong. And then the enemy will take what? Advantage. <laughs> Is that very clear? Okay. Unless you are preaching your friend's message, immortality. <laughs> yeah. He has a friend who preach, preaches immortality. Said, he said he, he will not die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That even when I looked at his picture some time ago, and I looked at it again the other time. <laughs> I was seeing that day. <laughs> Sorry, immortality doesn't know growth. Write it down. <laughs> so the moment you see you are growing, <laughs> that's why God, eh, he does not change. Do you understand the point? 
So the moment you see that you are growing, you are a baby. <laughs> you are growing. Know that you will die. <laughs> yes. At least Michael Jackson even knew this. Yes. He said, we live to die. Even Michael Jackson knows. Michael Jackson. We live to die. All right. So, so if you don't know the word, the enemy can take what? Advantage. Advantage. That's why you must take these things very seriously. The fellowship of the brethren seriously. Because these things you hear, you don't know the kinds of things they are taking you out of. And then how your eyes will be opened well. So that you know exactly what to do when. Is that very clear? Okay. So that's good training. That's good training. Full grown men are those who will be able to use their senses to know what God wants done and what God does not want do, uh, done. <laughs> Is that very clear? And that's what Jesus did on the mount. Did he do that? Did he do that? Yes. You know where he says in Romans 12 too, as well? What does he say? Mm -hmm. By the renewing of my mind. Uh -huh. So that we can descend between what is good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. The same thing. The same thing. Praise God. So, Asterion, like I said, is an organ of, of perception and internal sense. So, we are the ones who respond to these two categories of emotions. Either powered by the devil or powered by the spirit. Alright? I remember when I, my, I think my, one of my recent trips... And my friend sat me down and told me, he said, listen, what can I give you to stop preaching this message? I mean, straight. He took me to a place, sat down, and that's what he gave me an offer. He said, what can I give you? Just like what Jesus was told right now. I didn't, I didn't blink. I just said, Nothing. 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 Watch. Who is speaking through the person? So you should be able to, although the person can be a very good friend, if somebody you know truly cares about you, you know who is speaking. You see, so that's what you, you see, the senses. 
You, you must know who is speaking. You must know. So Paul will say, Colossians 3, 1 to 3, If ye then be risen with Christ, watch, seek those things which are, can you see that? So your emotions are emotions that are elevated. <laughs> you see what he says. Where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Eh? Two. Everybody go. What did he say? Can you see? What is affection? So set your emotions on what? Can you see? Not on. Okay? For ye are dead. So you see, sometimes if you don't read carefully and you see you are dead, what it means you are motionless. Okay? And that's what we have heard all these years. No, we are not motionless. We are to set. Everybody, the word set is key. Can you see set? Watch what he says. For as far as this world is concerned, what? Can you see? You have what? Died. So what it means is that there's a natural emotions that satisfies the systems of the world. You are dead to that. You are alive to the spiritual emotions, the heavenly emotions. So, set. Can you see the word set? Okay, so what does it mean? So, Desire, put yourself in that place. Position. Set. Like you cast concrete. Cast. Set. Like you set time. You set, you tune your, your watch, your radio station. Tune. Tune it. Set it there. Is that very clear? So we set it. So he's saying the same thing like he was told the Hebrew church. Set your affections. Your senses trained so you can discern. Is that very clear? Set! Set. Say, I set. The words set your affections are all together. Is the word phronet. P-H-R-O-N-E-I-T-E. P-H-R-O-N-E-I-T-E. Set your affections. So the whole word is together. 
So the believer, listen, has set emotions given by the Spirit. And do you know what he says? It means to have understanding. <laughs> to, to, to be wise. Is, and it has to feel and also to think. Yeah. Watch. Watch what he says. So he says to have an opinion of oneself. Is that very clear? This is who I have been what made. To have an opinion of oneself. Think of oneself to be modest. N not let one's opinion, though just of himself, exceed the bounds of modesty. Let's, let me say it again. To have an opinion of oneself, think of oneself to be modest. Are you there? Not let one's opinion, though just of himself, exceed the bounds of modesty. To be of the same mind. Yeah. To direct one's mind to a thing. To seek and to strive for. So it's me coming to a point to say, I know who Christ has made me. I direct my emotions. <laughs> I am kind in action. I have peace that subdues. I have joy that overflows. I live a life full of virtue. I have vitality of strength in my spirit. Is that very clear?
Another word for emotions is pass, P-A-S. Virtues. Or vices. <laughs> Virtues or vices. Can you understand it now? Yes. So emotions could either be virtues or what? Vices. Depending on who is powering it. Depending on who is powering it. Okay, so how do you know you are sick? <laughs> Tell me. Your emotions. You don't need a doctor to tell you first. You go to the doctor to find out exactly what. But then, you know that, no. So everybody is saying, oh, you are fine. He said, no, no, I know. <laughs> I'm not. What is showing you? Your emotions. Sometimes in the spirit too, you wake up in the morning and spiritually, you know there's something. This one is not sickness, but your emotions is telling you there's something wrong. There's something wrong. Something. Sometimes too, you feel and then there's joy all over. There's, it's like something is happening for my good. You know, by your emotions. You must train your senses. You see? And so, you see, by that, the enemy cannot take advantage of you. Wait. When you pray, and your prayer is answered, you don't first see the results. Your emotions tell you first. Hey, true or false? You know. <laughs> you know. So, those who are able to receive supernatural healing are those who actually have trained their emotions. They know when to shake. The moment they, they, they said, I'm receiving super, they shift. Her doors are gone. And, and straight away, there's a room. It enters the body. And the body makes room. And they receive healing. The one that doesn't know and understand. Oh, the symptom. The, oh, I feel, I'm feeling this. And... The, the point is, all they are conscious of is the emotion of the sickness. So they cannot receive. Are you here with me at all? Yeah. See, what I'm teaching you must be a landmark in your Christian journey. Yeah. So that what it is is that you won't allow the enemy to take advantage of you in any way. 
to use your emotions against you. As a matter of fact, if you're in this church and you quarrel with somebody or you quarrel outside, I'll be surprised at you. Oh, I'm not joking. Because, listen, you know how he uses our emotions against ourselves. That, so, I must say that in this church, that the moment he's about to use your emotions, you know your disposition. Set your affection. Are you here with me? Straight away. Set your affection. In the job place, you do the same. You, wherever you go, your emotions must be in check. Are you here with me? Because that is what the enemy would use. That's what the enemy will use. So I'm always alert. Some people, hmm, kinds of things you see here. Eh? They said ah, on my, um, the, my old school, they said something. Do you know what they said? I have not told you. They said, hmm, if you have anger management, I said, okay. What is anger management? He said, number one, if you are talking to your junior, count 10. Before you speak, so that you don't speak, you know, terribly. So count 10, your junior. If it's your senior, count 30 or something. You know, if it's your equal, count 20. If it's your senior, count 50. It's not bad, though. No, but I'm not, I'm not joking. It's not bad. It's, it's, it's take your time. Count by the time you, you, you know the emotion to display. Is that very clear? Yeah. It's not, it's not a, it's a bad thing. But if it's not by the spirit, forget. <laughs> by the time you are saying that you are counting the 10, you are getting more. <laughs> you know what? So, so then they said, uh, but. If it's your wife, don't count. <laughs> nah, no, don't count. Let them talk. You don't need to count, though. You, uh, 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 no, he said, don't stop counting. <laughs> so, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it true? I have to answer. Okay. <laughs> I'm answering it. <laughs> By saying it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't talk about mommy. Talk about woman. Don't answer. Hey, don't, hey you count till they are fine. And then you move. I'm teaching young men. Learn it. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> you, you, so you count and count. Legendary. Did you hear that? <laughs> Go count, count. So you do that. Count. Ah, when they are, ah, they said that. 
turned, they turned around. They said, as for us, no. Just keep me. Don't talk. So as for us, you don't even talk. Don't try to count. Don't try to do anything. Don't talk. So we keep quiet. So whilst they are talking, keep quiet. The other way, keep quiet. So we keep quiet. Men, there be young, you see, keep quiet. We are no, we are being advised well. We keep quiet. They won't just say, and remedy. No, oh, it's a beautiful remedy. Nice one. We keep quiet for you. So you do all the talking. We, we will do all the. They're doing. So we don't talk. Yes. We don't talk. That, so that's, so that's, so that's, that's actually where I was going to come to. That, what this? That. When you are doing anger management and some of these things, by the time you realize you are erring, you as a man, you as a woman, must know that you are a spiritual being and you are of Christ. Is that very clear? Yes. So, whether you are the wife, you are the husband, check your emotional disposition and make sure it is of who? Christ. Is that very clear? Check it. Don't take like, oh, as for women, this is the way we are. As for men, this is the way we are. Nope. No. That's not how we behave. We set our word affection. All right. Because, listen, if we are going to use society to judge our disposition, you know the kinds of things we have the liberty to do. Hey, are you here with me? Yes. So the moment you start playing that game, you are heading for trouble. Do you hear what I just said? You are heading for what? Trouble. Because there are certain things the world will give you liberty to. It doesn't make it what? Right. Yes. Does he make it right? All right. Okay. So say your disposition is of Christ. I have the emotional intelligence produced by the Holy Spirit. It is love. And I express this in beautiful ways that are a blessing to both myself and all humanity. And God is glorified. Hallelujah. Look at 1 John 2, 16 to 17. Are you learning something tonight? Look at 1 John 2, 16 to 17. Let's all read it. Go. For all that is in the world, the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, 
And the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Okay, 17. And the world passeth away, and the last thereof. But he that doeth see that? So, what you are always tempted to do are these three things. Your emotions show them. But you bring out who you are contrary to them. The things actually that the world thinks makes the world exciting are the things that are dull according to the spirit. Is that very clear? Because they are the same things that are destroying the world. True or false? They are the same things that destroy us. True or false? Why? Because there's an enemy behind. There's an enemy behind it. 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 Look at how the um, Amplified Classic. I love it when it gives emphasis to some of these things in a very beautiful way. He says, for all that's in the world, the last of the flesh, craving for sensual gratification." And the last of the eyes, greedy longings of the mind. And the pride of life, assurance in one's own resources or in the stability of earthly things. Are you here? You see, when people have money in their pockets, you see how they feel. <laughs> Their emotions, oh my God, become different. Oh, true or false? <laughs> and so they'll tell you, Sikaya He says, these things do not come from the Father, but are from the world itself. And the world passes away and disappears. With it, the forbidding cravings, the passionate desires. Can you see that? The last of it. But he who does the will of God and carries out his purpose in his life, in his life, abides, remains forever. Praise God. Is that very clear? Say, I'm different. I'm different. Say it like you mean it. So you see how we have been separated. Okay, so when we say we are different, what it means is that we have been separated from the world. So now you can understand when we say tizo. We have been created in the God class, you understand? Yes. Okay? 
It is spirit, soul, and very soon we shall wear the body. On the day of resurrection, we shall have a new body. So you see, the spirit and the soul is in function. We have been giving all it takes to live like God on this earth. Praise God. Are you here with me? So when you see whatever you do, it must tell you who is influencing. Influencing. Look at Philippians 4. Verse 2 and 3. Are you there? What does he say? Everybody read it. Now I appeal to who? Udia and what? Sintaik. Sintaik. Mm-hmm. Watch. Because you belong to the Lord. You see, so you see, it will always come to play. So you see, Apostle Paul first makes them understand who they are. So you see, that's where the separation is. You belong to the Lord. Uh huh. He says what? So you see how we settle our word. We enter into a certain disposition. And then we begin to show a different kind of what? Emotion. Settle <laughs> your disagreement. Next, look at what he says. I ask you, my true partner, mm -hmm, to help these two women. For they were, why cry won't it be two men? When I say, you say no. These two men, uh -huh, for they worked hard with me in telling others the good news. Can you see that? Can you see that? Next, go. They went along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are written in the book of life. So there's every evidence that these people are true believers. But they are not able to settle their disagreement. So what would it do? It's affecting what? The world. So, tell me who is under this. The enemy. Demons. The guy. No, no, no. Yes. So, it is beautiful to also know that every Christian goes through it. But, aware. You see, the awareness is key. You see, you come to yourself. Hey. No. 
<laughs> he's trying to take advantage of us. He's trying to take advantage of us. He's trying to take advantage of us. Right? So, so, you see, so we must know his devices. Must know his devices. So, Paul writing the letter was troubled because of their disagreement. And we know the Philippian church, they are a fine church. You know that? Yes. And they were doing great things. But you see what the enemy wanted to do. Grace, glorious grace. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor, Carry Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Carry Center International, living heaven on earth.